Another episode of the Last Shot NBA show here on Little Birdie TV, brought to you by our good friends at topsport.com.au. I am your host, Nick Medellinos, and as usual, I am joined by friend of the program. He's from NBA Australia, Benyam Kadane. How you doing, mate? I'm doing good, my man. How you, how you living? Hey, listen, we've, we've got some gale force winds down here in, in Melbourne, but you know what? We're, uh, we're maintaining. <laughs> That's all you can ask for. Listen, let's just jump straight into it because we've got a lot to talk about today, a lot happening in the NBA world as usual. But before we get into you know, some of the things I want to talk about, um, I know you watched the OKC game yesterday against the Lakers. And I've got to ask you, what's up with your mate, Russell Westbrook? <laughs> He's getting killed on the internet right now. But, you know, there is such a thing called basketball etiquette. You know, if, if, if you won the game, there's a couple seconds to go, you've got to run out the clock. But... You can't tell a team that's average age is 14 that's about to win their first game and not be hyped <laughs> like that. So I see it from both sides of the coin, but I think Russ is probably more upset that uh, he had the quadruple double with uh, with 10 turnovers. So I'm a, I'm a sitting neutral on here. I can I can see both sides, but I would be I would be heated if I was Russ too. Listen, my thing is right. Obviously, you know I'm not a fan of uh, Russell Westbrook and his game, but. Uh, I, my thing is, if you're mad, be mad that you gave up a 26-point lead, right, to literally like one of the worst teams in the league. <laughs> and then after the game, he was going on about like, he goes, when shit like that happens, I don't let it slide. Like, my G, you shouldn't have let a 26-point lead slide to begin with, but that's a story for another day. Let's get into the what I thought was the bigger story of the day from that game. Obviously, you know, old mate Josh Giddy. Um, what a game, BK, from Josh. Let's go. The rookie of the year campaign is is officially underway. I'm, I'm getting hyped. I'm on the I'm on the wagon. But but uh definitely his best game uh so far this season. But the combination of not only playmaking with the 10 assists, but the kid is looking for his shot. He's got that nice little floater, uh, and he looks just more and more in control with uh with every game. But uh I'm really liking what I'm seeing from Josh Giddy, especially in that tandem with with Shea Gilgis Alexander. That's a big backcourt. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's what impressed me most from the game yesterday as well. Obviously, we know about his passing ability, right? We've talked about it, you know, ad nauseum. But I like that he was looking for his shot and made a couple of three-pointers as well. That floater that you mentioned, I think he hit a bank shot as well. And I was just looking at him like, whoa, who who is this guy? Um, second youngest player, I believe, in, in NBA history to record uh, 10 assists in a game. LeBron's I think got the other eight in that top ten. <laughs> so, For real. Um, you know, we saw the full repertoire yesterday. He had that turnover at the end. He got let off the hook by uh, Carmelo Anthony's bad miss. But, you know, I mean, you just mentioned it, and, and I'm going to mention it as well. I think he's a legitimate shot for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not crazy. I mean, when you put your name in the record books alongside LeBron James, you're having a pretty good day. And, and, and to get 10 assists, we know that's his bread and butter, but his 10th assist was the one that won the game for them. That put them up three with 31 seconds to go. Derek Favors under the... Uh, under the hoop so that was a big timely play uh and for me that was that was really what kind of made me go okay like this is this is not only just racking up numbers like he's impacting winning the fact they came back from 26 that says a lot about a young group because they're going to take a lot of lumps this season they're not going to win a ton of games so when you do have performances like that 
let Darius basically dunk. <laughs> yeah, facts. And, and look, like you said, you know, I, I the only thing I th- see as sort of affecting his rookie of the year chances is that, like you said, they're not going to win a lot of games, right? And he's playing with some very inexperienced teammates. You know, you joke, the average age is 14. But it's very, it's a very inexperienced Oklahoma City team. So... I think that may play a factor into it, but I mean, as far as individual play, he's certainly more than capable of, you know, winning Rookie of the Year. Yeah, I'd love to see what his odds are at the moment um, because I would definitely, you know, look, I picked uh, uh, Jalen Green to win. Here we go. We've got the odds up right now. Jalen Green's still favorite at $3.80. Cade Cunningham yet to play at $5.40. Josh Giddy, $675. I, I, you know, I wouldn't mind a, a few dollars on that. Moving forward, we, we're speaking about rookies, so let's continue the, uh, the rookie talk. I picked Jalen to win the Rookie of the Year. Um, I kind of might be wavering a little bit now with Josh, but I, I'm going to stick with Jalen. Um, he had a tough couple of first games, you know, but it's to be expected of, of a rookie. I don't care how high you are drafted. Uh, had a breakout game against the Celtics. Who's impressed you so far, BK, out of the rookies? Obviously, we haven't seen Cade Cunningham play as yet, but who's impressed you so far? I mean, I picked Jalen Green uh, to win as well, and, and, and that game he had against the Celtics kind of showed us the Jalen Green we expected, you know, 30 points with eight threes or something. I think we're going to see uh, Which I think, a lot sorry, more to, games sorry like to interrupt that. you, I think that's actually a, a Rockets record, right? Correct, correct. Yeah. For, I think he's, yeah, youngest have 30 and, uh, and eight threes. Eight threes for a 19 year old is, is wild, but. I, I like some of the other guys. I like Evan Mobley over in Cleveland. What he's doing, you know, he's top five in points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks. That is hard to do. Um, and not only that, he's playing defense at an elite level, not just for a rookie, but in general. I think he's had like 72 contested shots already through five games. Like this guy is just getting up in people's faces uh, and, and, and making life hard. So when you get a rookie that's coming in and playing defense like that at a, at a high level, that's, that's fantastic. And, uh, uh, Chris Duarte over in Indiana as well. That that kid can just score the ball. He's he's you know a bit older than some of these other guys. You know he's, he he played those years in college, but he just looks ready to go right away. What do you, I actually I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't seen much of Cade Cunningham, so you know I, I imagine you've seen probably a lot more of him than I have. Um, what do you expect from him when he does come back and and hits the floor? I think he's going to hit the floor running because this is a Detroit team that needs everything and Cade Cunningham will give you a little bit of everything he's going to be handling the ball he's going to be scoring um I I I expect him to kind of hit the ground running there in Detroit because he he has an opportunity to win rookie of the year because he's going to get the minutes he's going to get the touches and this award really is the who can score the most points award which is why I went for Jalen Green but I think Cade Cunningham is going to be a triple double threat he's going to have his hands on the ball uh, non-stop for the Pistons. I, I'm I'm really excited to see him finally get out there on the court because let's not forget it wasn't that long ago when teams were were starting to tank for Cade. That was that was the move. That's right. That's right. Like you said, he's going to have a lot of touch. He's going to have a lot of opportunities. I I, I really do think Josh Giddy's going to have the same, if not more, opportunities in OKC. So it's going to be a good race for Rookie of the Year this year. Um, we'll have to see what happens. Look. There's a team that I want to talk to you about, BK, that I'm all in, right? I'm excited by them, and, and I want to get your thoughts on them, and that's the Charlotte Hornets, right? They had a good win yesterday, beat Orlando 120-111. to They're 4-1, second in the East at the moment. Um, do we have confidence? I mean, I do. Do we have confidence in the Hornets to, to keep this up all season? I, I think it's real. I think it's real, and not just because 
of what LaMelo Ball is doing and the growth he's showing. Miles Bridges is putting his name in the most improved player of the year conversation yep. already. This guy is putting up 30 pieces for fun. And when you, when you have a running mate like that who really is the perfect complement to LaMelo Ball, like the pieces just fit in terms of what the Hornets have done. And, and, I, and I really liked uh, I liked it at the time. I liked the free agent signing of Kelly Oubre. He slotted in at the two guard very seamlessly. This is a sneakily kind of deep team. They got some young guys, but the young guys are, are contributing at a pretty high level. And uh, the sky really is the limit for LaMelo Ball. This kid has got to be top five in terms of most fun. I got to turn my TV on and see what's going on kind of players in the league right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've been watching LaMelo. I saw him play a little bit, obviously, in the NBL, which I'm, you, I know you did as well. And then during his rookie season, and I was always amazed that sort of, you know, and we've said the same thing about Josh Giddy, his composure and his court vision and things like that. He seems to have taken it up another level in year two. Like, I thought he was going to have a bit of a drop-off last year, maybe hit a rookie wall at some point, but he, he didn't really do that. And he just seems to have elevated his game more so this year and you just spoke about that connection with Bridges as well and Bridges obviously NBA player of the week for the Eastern Conference last week averaging 25 8 and 2 through his first you know few games and and I saw prior to yesterday's game they asked him about that connection with Melo and he just spoke about how they've worked on that sort of chemistry and continued to grow and uh, I'm mate yeah (laughs) I'm with you I think they are probably the most exciting team in the league right now does anyone seem less bothered by the situation than LaMelo Ball. This guy is so poised for a guy that's just turned 20 years old. Like, his improvisation just on the fly, like, he just kind of makes things up as he goes. And that's just, that's a skill. Like, that's the feel for the game. Like, this guy is just getting things done and getting it done just by taking what the defense gives him. He's got something for everything. I'm really high on LaMelo Ball. I think he can really maybe even push to be an all-star this year. I don't think that's crazy. Oh, big call. Big call. Oh, yeah. See how that goes. All-star this season, though, where do you see his ceiling? I mean, could he be uh, – I don't know. Where does he go down in like that sort of pantheon of all-time great point guards when he's done? Does he get to that level? I honestly think he does. I think he could go down as, as one of the best. I mean, it's obviously here too, so it's very early to start projecting yeah. like that. But just given the way that he's approached these first couple of – first season and, and, and five games – I, I, I think he, he can definitely be one of the best playmakers, you know, at his peak. You know, what are we looking at in five years here? Is, is he one of the best point guards in the league? I'd probably, probably say yes. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. And it'd be interesting to see what the Charlotte Hornets do in terms of putting other pieces around him. Um, obviously, if you've got an exciting talent like that, coupled with someone like Bridges, you really do need to sort of do really great work in, in free agency and then drafting other guys to put around them to make sure you've got a content. Because we've seen what's happened with Charlotte in the past where they've had some really good teams and then poof, they seem to have disappeared. Well, they didn't give Bridges the extension in the summer, which looks like a mistake already. Yep. So they, they they got to do the right thing and lock up the guys that they have because it is hard for small market teams to attract you know marquee free agents. You kind of have to take care of what you've got uh, in your own backyard. So if they keep growing that young core, they've got some... Uh, other nice players as well in Borknight who they drafted this season. So if they keep developing that core, they're all of a sudden going to become a pretty attractive team for players to go, hey, maybe maybe I want to go and play with the point guard whose love is just giving other people shots. That's that's an attractive proposition. So they, they play a fun style of basketball. They're getting up and down the floor. 
that's a it's it's a show in Charlotte at the moment, and and we haven't been able to say that in a in a very long time. Probably since maybe the Alonzo Morning, Larry Johnson era, I guess. Uh, we'll see what LeVar Ball has to say about all this because you know he's going to try and want to get his son into a major market at some point. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how much of an influence he has. BK, we're we're running out of time, but I do want to talk a little bit about some some games coming up. Um, I spoke about this with Chris Herring the other day. We've got the Knicks and Bulls today. Um, Nerland's Noel out for the Knicks, um, but this has probably been the most uh, relevant Knicks Bulls game in a very long time, right? Yeah, it it, it feels like the mid nineties again. The Hornets are flying the Knicks, the Bulls. These are these are the teams of the East. But I, I I like what I'm seeing from both the Knicks and the Bulls so far this season. The Kemba Walker homecoming has I think one of the one of the more underrated storylines of the uh, of the off season. He couldn't look happier to be playing in the Garden. Well, I heard him say the other day um, that, you know, the feeling that he had when he first heard his name being chanted at, at MSG. And like you said, as a hometown kid, I can imagine there's there's nothing better. Um, let me get a few predictions from you, BK, and then we'll let you go. Knicks and Balls, who you got? Oh, that's a tough one. I, as much as I love the Knicks, I'm, I'm going to roll with the Bulls. I like what I've seen from them. They're, they're undefeated. Uh, through their first four games, this is this is a team that I think is going to really be a problem in the East. So let's uh, let's go with the other ball, brother Lonzo and the uh, and the Bulls. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if this game was being played at MSG, I probably would have gone Knicks. But because it's being played in Chicago, I'm going to go with Chicago as well. The Grizzlies at Warriors later on today. I'm I'm all aboard the the Jamarant train. Let's uh let's let's go with the Grizzlies. The, the Dubs are undefeated. Um, but this is going to be a fun matchup between uh, between Steph and uh, Steph and Jab. But uh, I got the I got the Grizzlies coming in and uh, and taking the win there. Okay, I, I'm actually going to go with the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to have too much for the Grizzlies today. Then just take a look at a couple of tomorrow morning's games. The Hornets. Team we've been talking about all morning. Hornets at Heat. Who do you like there? I'm going to go with the Miami Heat. They 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 got a nice win uh, over the Brooklyn Nets just yesterday. This is another team who I expect to be uh, at the top of the East. They. They're playing defense like crazy, and uh, that's that's going to be a fun matchup between great offense and uh, and great defense. But I think the uh, the experience of the Heat is uh, is going to be a bit too much. Yeah, I'm kind of torn on this one, um, just because I do like the way the Hornets have been playing so much. But you are right; the Heat are a really good defensive team. They've been playing le- play, playing defense like demons. Um, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to go with the Hornets though. Uh, I'm I'm rolling with uh, Lamelo and Bridges on that one there. And last game, then we're going to take a quick look at the Indiana Pacers at Brooklyn Nets. Who gets the win there? And does Patty keep shooting the lights out? <laughs> Let's go. Speaking, speaking of awards, six man of the year is uh, is, is Patty Mills. Yes, <laughs> um, I, I think the Nets do do get the win. Brogdon uh, left the game against the Raptors with that hamstring injury. I think that's going to be tough. Uh, if he's not there for the Pacers and uh, the Miami Heat, they want to bounce back. They, uh, they they got punched in the mouth a little bit by the uh, by the Miami Heat yesterday. So uh, I'll, I'll roll with the uh, with the Nets. Yeah, I'm rolling with the Nets too in that one there. BK, thank you very much for joining us as usual. We'll see you again on Monday, and thank you very much. <laughs> we'll catch you next time, man. Appreciate Cheers. it. Cheers, buddy. And let's take a look at the odds for today's games. We've got the Chicago Bulls paying $1.96. The New York Knicks, $1.88 favorites. The line is at one, and the total is at 216 for today. You can watch that game on NBA League Pass. And on ESPN today, we've got the Golden State Warriors, $1.41 favorites against the Memphis Grizzlies. 
The line is at six and the total is at 229. That's all we've got time for today, guys. Thank you very much for rocking with us. We're going to be here Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays live at 9 a.m. I've been your host, Nick Medellinos. This is the Last Shot NBA show brought to you by our good friends at topsport.com.au, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.